Hi, I'm Divine Grace Pushka, and you're listening to Divine Talks. We all embark on this spiritual and healing journey at one point or another on our way to a grand transformation. And truthfully, although our journeys look different from one another, we're all learning similar lessons and hoping to arrive at similar destinations. As we go through life, we are continuously stepping onto this journey, continuously healing, evolving, and becoming better with each experience and with each quest. Here, I offer a sacred space filled with heart-led conversations about our spiritual and healing journey, along with stories of spiritual triumph. Tune in to channeled messages from spirit and beloveds from the higher realms and receive a vibrational attunement for your day. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the next episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Divine Talks. I'm your host, Divine Grace Bushka. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. This week, we've got a special episode, and it will be one of three parts of a series. Um, And it's basically the first three chapters of my book. And the first three chapters of my book actually tell the story of one of my experiences with my intuition and my... um, my spirit guides. It was when I listened to my spirit guides and follow through with my intuition. Um, that was very in, in a very big way, I should say. And it was very obvious, not just to me, but the people around me as well. It was a whole adventure on its own. Um, and so I'm going to be sharing that story with you all in a three-part series. And so each part is um, a chapter, covers a chapter. And there's three chapters to this story. So if you have the book and you'd like to follow along, I welcome you to. Um, or if you want to download the ebook version of the book, you can. And if you want the actual copy, uh, physical copy of the book, you can do that as well. It is found on Amazon or on my website. It's called A Little Bit of Grace, A Spiritual Memoir, written by moi, um, by me, Divine Grace Bushka. So we are going to cover, like I said, the first three chapters of the book. And again, this is a story about me following through with my intuition and the guidance given to me from my spirit guides in a very big way, where it not only proved to me that all these things were real, but to a lot of folks as well in my life, a lot of family and friends who were witness to this entire story. For those who have listened to the last handful of episodes, you know that I've been talking a lot more about intuition and and really learning how to tune into your intuition, how to open it up, how to heighten it, and how to really use it as a tool every day. And not just for the big things, but even for like the smaller things. And so intuition is so important along with tuning into your spirit guides messages and their guidance. Now, they will never tell you what to do, but they will always encourage you what to do and always give you guidance. They will always show you, you know, what one direction, where that leads to and where the other direction leads to. So, you know, they, they really do honor free will, but they will come in and, you know, they will give us breadcrumbs to follow and encourage us to follow through with those breadcrumbs, with our intuition and so forth. So I have had 
many, many stories regarding, you know, listening to my spirit guides, following through with my intuition, stories that were like, really, was that really true? That sounds really impossible. And I can't believe that that's how it ended. That's how, you know, that's how the story went. And um, a lot of these stories are in my book. And, um, and there's a lot more <laughs> that I didn't include. But this is one of the um, more popular ones, I should say, of my stories that I tell a lot and that um, that people enjoy hearing. So I hope that you all enjoy this story as well. And so let's start. So chapter one to a little bit of grace. I'm sorry, ma'am, but you're not going to be able to get on the ship. Words I wasn't expecting to hear that afternoon. I was getting married in three days in Mexico. My luggage was on board, along with half of my wedding guests, and the other half were staring blankly at me. I needed to get on the ship, the cruise ship that was supposed to take me to my wedding. But as I stood there, wedding dress in one hand, purse and cruise ticket in the other, this lady said I couldn't. Well, shit. I felt like I had just crashed into a brick wall. God, universe, source, anyone up there who's listening, anyone, period. What do I do now? I had no valid passport. It had been lost during the move to our new home. I couldn't request a new passport either because, well, my citizenship papers had been also lost along with other documents that confirmed my identity. It was a mess I had tried figuring out some months prior. With trips to the immigration office to get a copy of my certificate of citizenship to prove I had become an American. That was the only way I could replace my passport and ultimately travel out of the country. I was told that the process to prepare and collect all the paperwork would take a lot more time than I had before my trip. However, it had appeared resolved a month earlier when the cruise line said they would allow me to get on the ship as long as I had a U.S. government identification card, like my driver's license, and that the U.S. Customs and Border Protection, CBP agents, would take care of the rest. They assured me that I would be able to get on the ship and sail down to Mexico and back. Well, of course, with my luck, or lack of it that day, as I handed the cruise ticket agent what they had asked for, they responded that they couldn't confirm my citizenship with CBP because it was Sunday and the offices had closed early that day. I think it was about this time when I felt like the whole world stopped briefly. The universe called time out, and I benched myself momentarily from this game of life to figure my way out of this, no matter how impossible it seemed. Paul and I had decided to have a destination wedding in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Inviting only about 40 of our family and closest friends, it was going to be an intimate wedding, heartfelt and beautiful. With a ceremony on the shore, Looking out to the turquoise blue ocean, our son was to be our little ring bearer. I looked forward to that moment when I would finally walk down the aisle to him and celebrate our union as husband and wife. 
after six years of all sorts of crazy beautiful, a baby, and a young kind of love, I would finally be his wife. Looking back, I almost feel like we were checking off an item from a how-to-do-life-correctly list. There was a lot of pressure and not a lot of clarity. A bad combo for making one of the biggest decisions of your life. Being told that I couldn't board the ship might have been the universe telling me, you don't have to do this. Creating an unexpected detour may have been a glaring sign that I didn't heed to pay attention to the months or even years of unsettled emotions and doubt regarding my and Paul's relationship. I stood there in my internal timeout, pretending I had paused life, but in reality, time was ticking and my guests, still staring at me for answers, would shortly need to board the ship, which would soon set sail. My groom-to-be and my dad continued to ask crew staff personnel for ways around this, or if they could just allow me on the ship anyway, which they obviously weren't going to do. I couldn't sail with them. I couldn't fly there without a passport. And I couldn't drive there to arrive on time. There were seemingly infinite roadblocks on all levels that kept me from continuing ahead. I really should have taken this as a sign. But, as stubborn as I was, I told the universe, no. I decided to take charge. Ultimately, I was in control. However, I did ask Spirit for help and trusted that I would be given further guidance. The universe took me aside, so it seemed, and asked, are you sure? And we mean, are you really sure you want to go through with this? And in that split second of deciding, yes, I'm pretty damn sure I want to go through with this, perhaps go on an unplanned adventure that will hopefully take me to my desired destination, I got my answer. Loud and clear, I heard the universe tell me, tell your groom-to-be and your family and friends to board the ship. Tell them to have fun at sea and promise them that you'll meet them there in a couple days' time. Promise them that there will be a wedding. Say goodbye to them and then call Carlos. We promise you'll get on the ship. You'll go through a lot to get there, but you'll make it. You'll get on the ship in the end. But first, call Carlos. In my momentary blankness, I had received an answer from somewhere beyond the veils. I trusted without a doubt my gut feeling, my intuition, and the words given to me from guides on the other side. I had to go with it, no matter how random, crazy, or wrong it may have appeared. I asked for guidance. They had responded. So I trusted Faith is blind, and at times like this, you need to hold on and continue believing. I surrendered to the flow, which is scary as hell sometimes, and this was definitely one of those times. The words that finally came out of my mouth 
would make me seem as if I had gone mad. But if they only knew how certain I was that this was the way, they too would not have had reservations about the plan. Please, everyone, get on the ship. Enjoy the next couple of days at sea. And I'll meet you guys in Cabo, I promise. They definitely did not expect to hear those words from the bride, who, at the moment, had no possible way of getting there. They looked at me with a sort of awe, maybe because I was so calm, but I think it was more so that what I had blurted out seemed completely ridiculous. You really want us to get on the ship? And you promise you'll meet us there? They chorused. They probably believed there wouldn't be a wedding, and because they had paid for a cruise, figured they might as well get on the ship and enjoy a good vacation. I requested that my groom-to-be, who asked numerous times to stay with me, get on the ship in order to keep our guests company and to watch over our child as I journeyed over a different way. In fact, there were a couple people who asked to remain with me, but I only wanted one of my maids of honor. Who else to have a crazy adventure with than an awesome pal? I mean, I definitely knew it was going to be a crazy adventure, trying to get somewhere with a staggering mountain of obstacles and time, good old sweet time, racing against me. As Kayla and I left the cruise terminal, I felt confident. I would get there, no matter what it took. And then I heard the horns of the ship and saw it slowly inch away from the harbor. And my heart dropped a million miles below existence. What the hell was I thinking? I'm supposed to be on that ship. So that was chapter one of A Little Bit of Grace, A Spiritual Memoir. And we will leave it at that this week. We'll get into chapter two next week and then end with um, chapter three the following week. As you all just heard, (laughs) I had no possible, and should I say legal way, (laughs) to get to Mexico, to travel to an international country you know, without my passport, without my papers, without my identification papers, without any of that, I, it, ah, it was impossible, right? There was like no way from what it looked like at least. And I had to just pause, take a few deep breaths and connect with my inner world, my inner self to connect with my intuition and with my spirit guides And that's when I prayed for help. Yes, we still pray and we pray a lot. And that's, that's great. And so when we pray, what do we do afterwards? We meditate and we wait for the guidance we asked for in prayer. So in that pause, that's when I heard this crazy and ridiculous piece of advice or (laughs) guidance from spirit. And it was to basically tell everyone to get on the ship. 
and that I was going to meet them there in a couple days. Now, my logical mind wanted to come in, and it did several times. It came in and went, well, that's not possible. That's not possible. That's not possible. Logically, that's not possible. With all the information that we have right now, that's not logically possible. However, I knew better. And this is the hard part, right? This is the hard part. One, we must discern. Is it just our wishful thinking, our ego, our desires, our fears, our doubts, our insecurities? Or is it really our intuition? Or is it really our spirit guides talking to us? And I promise you all that as you do the work on yourself, the distinction between all of those will become more and more clear so that when you are experiencing one of these moments where spirit comes down and goes, here's the answer, here's the solution, here's the guidance, here's the direction you take, here are the instructions to follow, you know that it's spirit, you know that it's your guides, you know it's source energy, you know that it's your intuition. And we all know that that will always lead us to our highest and greatest good. That will always lead us in the right direction. So when we've discerned between our intuition, our spirit guide, source energy, and, you know, from like, I should say, from our ego, our fears, our desires, our wishful thinking, all of that, then we can move forward, right? And then after that, when we do receive the messages, when we do receive the visions, the instructions, one is awareness, right? And then what's after awareness? Application. And that's the hard part, as I was saying earlier. This is the hard part, to follow through with what you've been given, Just like when I ask my clients after sessions, now that you know what you know, what are you going to do about it? Awareness is great. But what's even better is when you can apply that. Because that's what creates change. That's what creates the transformations. The, you know, arrival points or you arriving, I should say, at those certain points, at those destination points, right? That's what creates the magic, really. That's the work behind the magic, I should say. But that is probably one of the hardest parts to this process, following through. Because a lot of the times when we receive guidance, when we receive instructions, from the universe, from source energy, from God, from our spirit guides, from our intuition, right? A lot of the times, it's ridiculously insane. Like, wait, you want me to do that? Yeah. And the reason why, you know, in our heads, we're like, wait, you want me to do that? Is because at first, we don't believe in ourselves, Because at first we don't believe that we're capable. Because at first we don't believe that we're worthy. 
And again, this is again why it's so important <laughs> to do that inner work. Because you can eliminate or at least decrease the, the intensity of that problem of like not believing yourself, right? So that when you get to that point of this process, you go, yeah, you want me to do that? Awesome. Cool. I can do it. Let me jump. Let me leap. And when you leap, like I said, that's, that's when all that magic occurs, when you actually follow through with your intuition, no matter how crazy and impossible or wrong it may seem, but you know that it's your intuition. You trust it and you surrender and you just, you leap. That's, that's where all of that, all that cool stuff, <laughs> that's where all of that happens. And so I hope that you are all continuing to listen to your intuition and to, you know, create that relationship, build on that relationship with your spirit guides so that on a daily, regular basis, when you are receiving those intuitive hits and those messages, guidance from your guides, that you're, you know, you're allowing yourself to follow through. You're finding the courage, got the audacity to follow through. So that is the lesson or the message, the guidance for this week's talk. Listen and have the courage to follow through. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. I hope that you all enjoyed that first chapter. And I will speak to you all next week. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week. And I know this is coming out on a Thursday, but I wanted to share that I'm actually extending my 35% off promo on all my offerings until this Friday. So you've got about a day, right? until 11.59 Pacific time at night. So for those who are looking at taking advantage of that promo, it's still available. So when, when you're on my website, www.divinegracetoday.com and you're booking um, a session with me or, um, or even purchasing a, an emailed recorded reading or gift certificates, please use the code grand opening. I know we've been opened for a while <laughs> and I, I've been doing this for more than a decade, but we've just opened up a new healing studio here in San Diego, California. And that's why we've had this grand opening promo since we opened this last April. And so if you're here in San Diego, come see me. I'd love to see you in person. Other than that, thank you so much to you all for tuning in and I will talk to you all next week. Take care. Bye. Hi there. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Divine Talks. If what you heard resonated with you, I invite you to follow me on Instagram at Divine Grace Today. And if you want to learn more about what I do and what I offer, I'm a healer, intuitive, trans medium, and channel 
and I offer one-on-one sessions, classes, and events. You can check all of these out on my website, divinegraceday.com, for more information. See you all next episode.